Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a recording of a sermon that was preached here at Bethany on August 22nd. This sermon is part three in our August sermon series that we called God's Mercy. Each week, each part of this sermon series looks at a different verse of the Curie that we sing and explores how God's mercy shows up in these different unique ways as described in the Curie. This sermon was preached by Pastor Gary and it focuses on Sabbath, the ways that God's mercy is conveyed to us through our work and our play, through our efforts and our resting. Pastor Gary does a great job of being honest about his own struggles with rest and about how important that resting can be for connecting us and recognizing and fully experiencing God's mercy active in our life. So here it is, a sermon from August 22nd, part three in our sermon series on God's mercy, preached by Pastor Gary. Well, as we talk about God's mercy and we see that unfolding for, through, for, unfolding for us through those words of the Kyrie that uh, we sing together in this time. Here are the, the key words in that third verse today. For peace in our hearts, for peace in our homes, for friends and family, for life and for love, for our work and our play. Let us pray to the Lord. Now as we think about that time and we think about God's peace coming and entering in, it might be obvious that we would look at that commandment uh, that Anne read for us this morning from that first lesson in Exodus. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And we might say, if we just did that, how much would everything else seem to take care of itself? If we could just dedicate one day as Sabbath, the other six, well, they would just find a way to be more glorious in and among themselves. And it seems like it should be that easy. At least it should have been that easy for the people as they were wandering in the wilderness. If you were wandering in the wilderness and every day you had to travel a little bit farther, you would be so ready for the Sabbath day. You would think that is the most glorious thing that has ever happened. Six days you are journeying, six days collecting food, but on the Sabbath, it is simply a day of rest. A day to understand that you just let all of the cares and the concerns of your journey go and you just rest and let God take care of you. Ah, it should be that easy. Except that it's not that easy in our world today. We're not just wandering in the wilderness. We're not out collecting manna every morning and quail every night. Things are different in our world. We know that as we leave here today, many of you will go into work environments because your occupations require it. We have people who take care of those who are ill. We have people who work in retail situations and we would love to everybody who ever served us Sunday brunch to say, oh no, you don't have to worry about that. I'll go home and cook instead. No, we like going out for those kinds of things. So Sabbath has become complicated. And I will admit, 
that there are some times on a Saturday when I have had a long day and sometimes on a Saturday night have had a time of great social joy that is going on that it is not every Saturday night that I go to bed and realize that I have to set my alarm and think, oh, tomorrow is a Sabbath, a holy day. What a day of rest it shall be for me. I don't always feel like that on Saturday nights or on Sunday mornings when I wake up because the Sabbath has become complicated in our world and there's a lot of things that are expected of us. And so maybe we realize that Sabbath sometimes feels like it takes different forms for us, feels like it plays out differently. But here's the thing, whether we make it a day of a, of a sundown on one through a day until a sun up of another, and whether we can dedicate that entire period to Sabbath or not, well, if we can't, it doesn't mean we should give up on Sabbath. I've heard from some of you how you create Sabbath when you can't create it in a full 24 or even 16 hour day when you're awake and the things that you do to allow yourself to be people of the Sabbath. For people who take an hour in the morning to read scripture, the devotional material, to spend time in prayer, and that becomes their Sabbath time, even if it doesn't consume an entire day, that you find moments of Sabbath become so important to us as the people of God. Those become holy times. For those of you who can do it throughout a day, bless you. For those of you who feel that that would be beyond expectation, stay with it. God did not give this to us as a commandment because it might be a good idea. God gave this to us as a commandment because God knew it was vital to us understanding God's mercy for our lives. And so when we, when we read further into our scriptures for today, we hear that passage from the book of Acts, what the early Christians were doing and how they gathered themselves. And we hear that they, they gathered themselves together and they shared what they had in common. They spent much time together in the temple. And I think what they found in the midst of that time together is that it was holy that it was God given to them. And when they had a chance to experience those holy moments together, this is what they did. They went back to their homes, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts. I think that's the result of spending Sabbath time, is understanding that God gives us the opportunity to have glad and generous hearts in the rest of our life. It's not as if we carve out time for Sabbath, 15 minutes, an hour, even an entire day, and simply when that time is over, shut it off and get back to our real life. Instead, that time of Sabbath carries over into our life. It infuses what happens in the rest of what we do in our livelihoods, in our relationships. Holy moments with God have a way of, of becoming a part 
of the rest of our life. That's what makes them holy. And that's how God wants the mercy of God to be extended to us. Maybe it's a matter of just saying that in order for us to know some peace at times in, in our own lives, we just need to know some balance. We need to, need, we need to know some balance of, of leisure, of work, of time with God, of this thing called Sabbath, where we can maybe not have to worry so much about the things that continue to be around us and simply devote what God is trying to do within us. Now, as I say that, and as I'm up here in the pulpit on a formal day preaching this, don't be fooled by at all thinking that I have this figured out. I am a person who struggles mightily with Sabbath. It is not a part of how I naturally fall into my rhythm of life. And there are many times when I ignore it and I know when I do, it is to my own detriment. And so I have to be reminded constantly that Sabbath isn't just good for you, but it's vital for us to be the people that God created us to be. Because when I can find those moments that seem to get me away from the cares of the world, sometimes, if I'm really honest, even away from the cares of all of you, when there are times when I can just separate myself from that and allow God just to do something for me, to allow God just to do something with me, then I come back into life. I, I come back into ministry the way that God calls me, the way that God wants me to experience all of this. I mean, even as Jesus ended up at the house of Simon and Andrew and Simon's mother-in-law was ill and he went and lifted her up. It was a way of just saying that when we turn ourselves over to the care of God, whatever that is unsettling, whatever is diseased about our lives, that's what God is trying to care for the most in us and then through us to the rest of the world. Remember the Sabbath day. Remember your Sabbath time and let it be holy. For then, you have a chance in the rest of your life to find those places of love and life and work and play and relationship and know that what God gives you is the opportunity God gives you the opportunity to celebrate those moments with glad and generous hearts. Amen.